What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. I'm your host. It is Friday. That means it's time for Cars on the Move, where we go live noon central time for 30 minutes with my co-host, Ty Thompson, Cars on the Move. And what we're doing is we're connecting dealers, auctions, carriers, tech, retail, wholesale, logistics. And we do this because there are many verticals in automotive, and we have roots in transportation, but we love to talk to the full automotive ecosystem about logistics, what's going on in technology, inventory acquisition, auctions, dealerships. So please do feel free to like and share the link, this channel. Please do jump into the live chat. We already got the question, what time is the show? Noon Central Time. Hey, John Larrick is here. You know, you might see I think we're going to see a few people in here that have never been uh, live on Cars on the Move before. We got a little bit of press from CU Repossession, CU Collectors, still getting to know Andrew and the group. And so we're excited to have uh, that coverage. So we'll, we'll show more of that. But first, what we need to do before we go any further, please do help me wish a warm welcome to my co-host, Ty Thompson. Oh, here's the graphics. Ty, can you see me and hear me okay? Yeah, hey, how are you? I'm good, man. Um, I'm pretty excited about today's show. I'm always excited about today's show because it's educational, right? And I mean, we're, we're, like you just said, our roots are in transportation. Our, our objective is to try to have an educational program that talks a lot about things you might need if you want to be in transport, things you might want to look at, listen to, pay attention to. So today I'm pretty excited because we have Harding Brooks Harding Brooks is insurance, right? One of the things that you have to have when you own a transport company is insurance, right? Absolutely. And I think we have another special guest too, right? Darcy? So, yeah, we're lucky. We got, actually, we have a twofer. We have, let me get those wow. graphics off the screen. Um, we, have Indi <clears throat> we have Indiana Recovery Services, Darcy Case, and we have Harding Brooks, Renee Lowe, both of whom I ran into at Used Car Week. And okay. Renee started it. Renee said, hello, I've seen wow. your show. I, I, wow. I, I want to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. And, uh, and so that led to this moment, which is, that's how it works. That's why we love trade shows. Mm, true. Right? Yes. I mean, it, it's amazing. And that's just Speaking one of, example mm. of the networking oh. and the collaboration that happens so let's do this before that wait, wait, wait. before yeah. you let's okay. do this okay. this okay. is part okay. of the yeah. the rest of the story Take we were away. both at the same conference and yeah. i didn't talk to renee or darcy <laughs> so that shows you the the power of networking right you can go to a conference jay can meet people ty can meet people and look where we end up back that's in ati that's a really good point i'm glad you said that yeah 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 you you met and connected with the folks that i didn't meet oh yeah plenty mm -hmm. how dare you that's what we do Hey, I'm, well, and, and that's scorecard? actually okay. Pro tip: if you're with a team, divide and conquer. Yeah. When you see a you gaggle, point it out. When you see a gaggle of like six to eight employees all moving together through the trade show, don't do that. Throw cannonball in it. Yeah, dude. Who's gonna talk to a gaggle of six to eight employees roaming in a group? No, no it's scary. It's intimidating. Yeah, Just go out is. in the hallways, drink some coffee. Oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, exactly. Please. Go get some, you know. Get water. Yeah, get a Danish. Try mm. the lemonade. Well, that's exciting because um, it is. I'm sure I've seen Harding Brooks at conferences, right? Exhibit, maybe? Probably. Well, that's another okay. thing. We see booths, but we don't know the people, do we? Right. 
Right. right. Which is so, another purpose of meeting people and talking to them. Could be also interesting. Maybe we'll find out. I don't know. But maybe Renee's seen me running around a conference with my little thing. Talking Probably. To like, oh, my God, that's that guy the guy did. with the thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Camera one. And thank you guys jumping in the live chat. Uh, Justin, National Car Shipping Inc. is here. Silver Mint is here. Uh, Danny B. Leon Scroggins. Thank you guys so much. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Uh, for your viewing pleasure, first time on ATI, we have Renee Lowe and Darcy Case joining right now via Zoom. And there you go. Cannonball just taught you guys right in. Darcy, Renee, can you see us and hear us okay? Yep. Are you fine? Here you good. Perfect. We'll kick off with you, Renee. Please tell us more about you, Harding Brooks, and what we're doing. So, um... I am the training education coordinator for Harding Brooks Insurance Agency. Harding Brooks Insurance Agency insures the majority of the repossessors in the United States, including Indiana Recovery. And we work very closely with the uh, state and national repossession associations with IATA. We have a nationwide auto haulers program. We insure towers and other transportation risk. If you're not insured with us, pick up the phone and call us and we can change that because we'd love to have you as one of our insureds. Uh, before I joined the Harding Brooks team, I spent almost 20 years on the insurance carrier side. And when I was on the carrier side, I was underwriting transportation risk. Frequently, I would like see these loss trends develop or, or these patterns and I'd be like, oh, I really wish I could talk to the insureds about that. When I got to Harding Brooks, Mike gave me this platform so I can share loss trends, uh, different information like Jay, like you shared Tuesday night, one of my posts, um, different training topics, different safety topics. If you ever want to check out the information we share, you can look at Harding Brooks repo on Facebook. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Renee L-O-W. And um, I, you email me and Jay's got my contact information. He'll share in a little bit. And I'll be glad to add you to our email database and I'll email you a couple times a week with a driver training tip or a safety topic to discuss with your drivers. Lots to think about there. Thank you, Renee. Darcy, oh. will you please say hello and tell us a little bit more about you and Indiana Recovery Services? Hi, I'm Darcy Case. Uh, my husband, Todd, and I own Indiana Recovery Services. Uh, we purchased an existing business in 2012. So we're going into our 11th year now. Um, we have taken it from a two truck company to, I don't know, something like 38 trucks. We have a full transport division now is something we started during COVID and it's been very successful for both us and our clients. Um, and that's what we do. We cover the entire state of Indiana. Wow, 38 awesome. trucks? Like what kind of trucks? That's a lot. Uh, we have i think three four car haulers we just bought a semi and a seven car trailer um we have several roll wacks and auto loaders cars wow. vans that's a lot like that. yeah i'm gonna have to come up and touch some of you guys's equipment um, come visit us we'd, we'd love to show you it. around we might talk about it sometime so renee you said something i didn't catch you you said you're the education mm-hmm and that's somewhat new. 
Like you've been so, in it forever. But this, so, um, Harding Brooks added um, my little unit um, in January, June, excuse me, of 2019. 2019. And it's called what again? Say it. I'm the training and education unit. Training and education unit for Harding Brooks. Harding Brook, but you can do companies. So you do repo companies. I heard you say transport oh, companies. Yes, we insure repossessors, transporters, towers, anything on wheels we pretty much can insure. You can insure it. But now let's talk about education because that's what Jay and I like to do. We like to educate people, right? So, right. for example, I was funny as we're having this conversation because this morning I was thinking, okay, if I'm a new guy, so I get all the new calls because of our platform. People say, I want to be a car hauler. Call Ty, 417-483-2764. So I get a phone call. Hey, I saw you on YouTube. I want to be a car hauler. What do I need to do? Okay. Some people say first part is uh, maybe insurance or authority or equipment. or my, my question is always, how are you going to pay for all this stuff, right? So the education starts, in my opinion. And one of the things I was talking about, and excited to hear where you're at, because I didn't know this, but <clears throat> I've always told these guys it's, what are you going to do? Are you going to go build a business, gaining your own client base, people call you directly, or are you going to be on a load board? And like, well, why does that even matter? Well, because if you're going to be on the load board, you're going to have to have a different kind of insurance. In my opinion, I could be wrong. That's why you're the expert. We'll let you talk about it. But I would think you would need a different level of insurance because you're going to be touching different kinds of cars. Is that fair? So you're, everything, everybody's, we, we tailor to everybody's individual needs and like like Darcy's, you know, started out just like as a repossession company. Now she's doing auto transport. So we we tailor your insurance product to what 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 business you're doing or what business you adapt into. I'm not sure if that's mm -hmm. answered your question. But. Well, when we start getting into cargo. So, for example, a guy who wants to get in, I get the call. Who's he's already in. I say, OK, well, who's your customer? He says, well, I just use the load board and a dispatcher. On a load board, I don't know if you're familiar with load boards, but on load boards, you could get anywhere from a brand new 2022 BMW to a smashed uh, Suzuki Rodeo or whatever they call it. You know, you're going to be touching a lot of different kinds of cars and these newer cars, they require in my, I'm, it's been a minute since I've been in the insurance, but I'm assuming they require a different kind of cargo coverage. Right. Correct. You would be correct. Mm -hmm. So we would have to get you the coverage that is going to be applicable for whatever you are carrying. Right. But if you're carrying a new car and, and, and you need um, the, the total insurance to value, or if you're, you know, carrying wreck cars, you don't need us. I mean, so we would have to figure out what your, what your needs are and right. match that with our coverages. And that's where we can send people to Renee. Call Renee, right? Renee understands the auto transport business, the repo business. And if Renee's going to ask you a couple of little questions and Renee's going to make a product that works for you. So you, know, you can send it to me or you can send it to um, Mike, John, or Andrea, because and, they're our agents and they're the ones that are ah. the experts in writing the coverages. Okay, got it. Now, when did you and Darcy meet? Oh, I don't know. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. We've been with Harding Brooks probably about eight years now. Um, eight wow. or nine years. And wow. I don't something like that. And I was probably um, the underwriter for Darcy's account when I was on the carrier side. I was the program manager. So I touched her account. And, but we probably actually met 
because I always went to the trade shows even before I went to Harding Brooks. So, which trade shows did you go to? The Repo trade shows? Uh, well, um, yes, NARS, uh, ARA nice. convention. Been to Allied. Yeah. Um, also to the Florida Toe Show. I used to do that when I was in the carrier side. Um, wow. So Strata. I had a meetings. And, okay. So we're going to have to start getting into some of those, Jay. I hope you're making notes. So I'm okay. making notes. Yeah, I'm going to jump in. You know, I've been on the sidelines. So this is cool. So Ty, you said it before. Ty, you and Renee have never talked before this moment. No. Is that right? So he's uh, asking yeah. some good, kind of good, tough questions live because that is what it's like when, right, I'm sure when you talk to somebody new or, you know, insurance is a, is a sensitive subject and it's so important that you probably just get pretty straightforward questions. You probably get people walking up to the booth like, why is it so expensive or whatever, right? <laughs> and so, um, you know, being prepared for all that is good. And it, I mean, Renee, I think you, you've been doing this a long time. You seem really ready to answer questions. I've been doing this a long time. A long time. So, uh, and so I appreciate, you know, number one, I appreciate you taking the time to join us here live today. And um, hopefully this is the beginning of, uh, what does they say at the end of uh, that movie? Hopefully this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, because we know, Ty talks to, and this is what he's getting at earlier, he talks to car haulers almost every day, like right out of the box. I got an email. Ty, did you get my email? <laughs> a guy said, what did he say? <laughs> I got a Dodge Ram 3500. I need help now. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I, I had no idea. I, I assumed he was looking for a dispatcher, but since I really didn't know, I just sent him to you. Um, mm -hmm. You probably, in the top three things you're going to need to know more about, insurance is probably up there, right? Mm -hmm. Equipment, yeah. business plan, and insurance. Maybe authority, <sighs> maybe medical card, mm -hmm. other things like that. But, um, oh, and John Larrick in the live chat. He says Harding Brooks is his insurance agency. Yes, he, yes we are. Hey, John. Good well, job. this is easier than I thought. We go. don't even have to work. We'll just, let's just kick back and have everybody <laughs> shout out. That's my insurance company. Harding Brooks. But okay, so, Yeah, Ty, take it away. Well, I want to go back to Darcy. So Darcy's bought a company, an existing company. I think it said two trucks. Now we're up to 38. So... We started out repo, which I'm assuming would be quick, you know, snatch, you know, tow truck with a wheel lift, right? Or a truck with a sneaker. Is that what you call it? Yeah. So start out with two. Yeah. Now I, I, get, I get excited when I hear transport. You've got transports. Three, four cars? I double taked when you said all that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so when COVID hit, they stopped repossessions in Indiana. We only had about a six month time uh, or six week time frame where we couldn't repossess. Um, and we had all these cars on our lot. So we thought, well, why not make some income moving these cars to auction? Why somebody else coming on, on onto our lot? You know, when mm -hmm. we could just be cleaning our lot off during this time. So that's kind of where the idea came from. We did a few, we got our lot cleaned up and we, we saw that it was working. Um, for the repossessor, you know, we have uh, transporters come on to our lot. They sometimes don't have the right equipment to load a running or a non-running vehicle. Their equipment is really broken down. They don't have the correct insurance. You know, we've had 
wedge trailer swing around and hit an, a parked car in our lot. And so, you know, we took all that into consideration and said, chain of custody. We are touching this vehicle from the time of repossession to the time it hits the auction. So if there's a complaint, it's us or the auction. There, there, it mitigates that middleman and we can keep our lot clean. We know we mm. have the right insurance. We have the right equipment. We are, um, you know, our clients require us to have a certain amount of training. So now we have that too. So we have everything to touch this vehicle from start to finish. Mm. And we have found we can keep our lot cleaner. Um, it, you know, the office isn't having people coming in and out, which was a big concern during COVID too, was having people coming in. So it, it just ended up working and it grew. Mm, good. So um, the next we, question. We have oh. uh, four lots. Four, four locations lots? that we travel wow. to. Between. Okay. Yeah. So wow. the question I've got between those four lots in, in radius terms, like how far away you go to one auction only or three auctions or. Every auction in the state of Indiana and Indiana has a lot of auctions. So, well, yeah. you know, we move them. Sometimes they get staged. They come from one lot stage at another before they go to an Indianapolis auction. Or, um, you know, we might go from the northern part of in Indiana all the way down to Mannheim, Louisville, which is Clark Clarksville, Indiana, which is, you know, by the Kentucky border. So we, we travel some really big distances. Um, but, you know, we're going there almost on a daily basis to all the auctions. It, yeah. And it, it so, works for us. Yeah. Well, the reason I like to ask that question and talk about that is because then it starts shifting into what I know really well, which is auctions and dealers. Right. So you you take a big load down, you drop it off. What are you doing on the way back? Um, so since we have various locations, they may after they drop at an auction, they may go to the next office, pick up cars that have to come to an Indianapolis area auction. And so they try to stay loaded both ways. Um, obviously it's not cost effective to not be, you know, our guys are out repoing. So they, the four car haulers may stop and meet up with a repossession agent, grab his car that he just picked up so mm. that he can continue repossessing and not have to stop and bring that car back to the lot. So mm. it's, it's a constant, um, our, our, manager of that department she is constantly watching our boards seeing where our trucks are you know can someone go over here and meet this repossessor on his way back you know mm -hmm. so it's a constant moving and it's, it's a lot of movement yeah no you got it. yeah the logistics i get excited because i think what you just described is great for people with add adhd and ocd <laughs> right <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that talk, i could figure it out i couldn't oh, figure it out it's a yes, lot you could Yes, you could. Well, what we should do is let one, well, maybe not, not right now, but I would love to talk to whoever you just described in the back that's taking care of this. Yeah. Because there's so much opportunity for you guys that maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but to do what you're doing is, is beautiful. And in in, from what I know, my background, it's great, well, great opportunity. We got this great new seven car, so we got to yeah. put that baby to use. I can show you how to keep that baby full. So I would love to talk to more. What was the name, the lady's name? Um, well, it's Ginny, but Todd, uh, my husband, he is, Todd. he kind of is the mastermind behind this whole transport. Oh, so I got to get I him to talk to Todd. Okay, yeah. shout out. Yeah, Todd. talk to Todd. Todd and Todd. That is an applause for Todd, because that you do have a good plan going marshalling yard yeah. lots of other oh. sir i mean 
I mean, you are you're like a you're like the Indiana hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where repo we got a lot of friends too. Yeah, it's amazing. That is <clears> a great good. area. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So then, okay, what else you got, Renee? So, well, Jay had kind of asked me to talk a little bit about um, mitigating risk. Should I jump That's into right. that right yeah. now? Because Darcy kind of uh, brought oh, that up a little bit. There we go. Yeah. Mitigating um, risk. So, as she said, you know, for a repossessor, you're never quite sure about uh, the auto hauler that's going to be coming on your lot. So if you are uh, picking up cars from a repossessor who is insured with Harding Brooks, they may have asked you to um, sign what is called a site entry agreement. They may have asked you to name them as an additional insured, and they may have asked you for a certificate of insurance. If they've asked you for these things, it's you may be thinking nobody else ever asked me for this and they're just trying to be difficult. They're trying to be hard to get along with, but they're absolutely not. As Darcy said, uh, there was, you know, cars getting parked, cars getting hit in her lot. So what they're trying to do is to mitigate their losses because they, they need to make sure that losses, their losses are mitigated and their insurance company have required that they get these site entry agreements, that they get the additional insured status, and they have the certificates of insurance. Because insurance companies also want to mitigate their risks. They want their expo exposures to be as small as possible. Because insurance is all about the transfer of risk. And Jay, you can kind of go back, go back to like slide two. So, um, a site entry agreement is nothing but a contract between an auto hauler and the repossessor. The repossessor is saying, Mr. Auto Hauler, you signed this agreement. I'm giving you permission to come on my lot to take the vehicles. In my site entry agreement, I'm telling you the insurance requirements that I have for any vendor to come onto my lot. And you are agreeing to indemnify me in the event a claim happens, just like you uh, auto hauler could back into a repossessor's truck, damage the, the gate, or a driver could trip getting out of auto hauler and get hurt. So all of those claims are the responsibility of the auto hauler. So the, the repossessor wants to be sure that you've got insurance to take care of that. And as the auto hauler, you want to mitigate your risk by transferring it to an insurance company because you want the insurance company to pick up those damages if they occur. Whenever a repossessor asks you for a certificate of insurance, you are not granting them coverage. A certificate of insurance is just verifying that you do have coverage in place. If you don't have coverage in place, then you are going to end up having to pay out of pocket. So by having the proper insurance coverages in place, you're transferring your risk to the insurance company and mitigating your risk. So that's an excellent way to, to mitigate risk on both the, the repossessor side and on the auto hauler side. Um, another way to mitigate risk, Jay, Tuesday night, you guys talked about cameras and uh, you guys had an excellent program on cameras. Cameras are 
an awesome way to mitigate risk. Um, but you've got to you've got to look at the, the video footage from the dash cams and you've got to take action on it. Um, sometimes people get nervous because they, they think, well, I don't want the insurance company to see that my driver is at fault. Absolutely, you do want the insurance company to know if your driver is at fault. It is so much better on day one for an insurance company to know, yes, the driver was at fault, than at day 100. The longer that claim plays out, the higher the payout's going to be, and the, 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 that's not good for you. Dash cams definitely mitigate your risk, but you've also got to use the, the, the information that dash cams and telematics provide. If you've got dash cams or if you've got telematics and you're not looking at that data and you're not taking action on it, then you are not mitigating your risk. You're actually increasing your exposure because if your driver's involved in an accident and they get an attorney, the attorney gets a hold of the fact that you're not looking at your dash cam footage and not taking any action on it, then they're going to use that against you. And I know, you know, on the Tuesday night, everybody was talking about, well, I don't, my drivers don't want me looking at it, don't me watching them. You got to know what your drivers are doing in the truck. I mean, I know everybody thinks they're perfect in the truck, but if you go to our Facebook page, you can see two examples where we had owners who thought their drivers were doing great in their trucks. We had one, there's a video of him, where he is on a video call for several minutes until he stops when he runs into the back of a car that stalled in the middle of the road at two o'clock in the morning. Not a pretty claim, not a pretty claim at all. We have another one. We have an, you know, all of our insurers have seatbelt policies. All their employees are supposed to, you know, wear their seatbelts. They sign saying, yep, I'm gonna wear my seatbelt. You assume your drivers are doing what you told them to do. We got a video of a driver. She got hit. She, she really didn't do anything wrong, but she flew across the cab of her truck because she didn't have on her seatbelt. Luckily, she didn't get hurt, but that could have been a huge work claim on top of the auto claim. So cameras are really wingmen and, and they're there to protect you. And I mean, so that is a huge way to mitigate your risk. Um, Jay, I know you said, you know, you like to sing when you drive and you don't, you know, think people want to be, you know, listening to you sing. But the statistics show, this is a free tidbit here, that uh, when you sing, you're reducing driver distractions. So if your drivers are singing, that is awesome because they're they're not as oh. you're going to be as distracted when they're singing. So oh, I'm all for singing. So sing loud. <laughs> Renee, I I couldn't even take notes because I was glued to everything you just said. Well, good. I mean, yeah. And I, it was I good, Renee. One good of the things it really was good. One of the things that I was thinking was, see, that aren't aren't you the kind of insurance agent representative that everybody would want that's gonna tell you this stuff so you don't just find out later. You're not just a number. You're you're not a an number advisor. We 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 love to be your advisor and I share all kind of tidbits and it, like anytime we see an industry trend. Um, you know, we put it out there. I'm constantly reminding people. Darcy can tell you she gets emails from me a couple times a week, you know, things that she can talk to her drivers about. Um, John Larrick, I know we've had conversations, you know, about drivers and stuff. Um, we're here to, um, to be a partner. 
You know, we want to be more than just your insurance agent that you talk to once a year. We want to be here to help you grow and to, to help you accomplish your goals and keep your driver safe. I can attest to that. I mean, they've helped us grow and uh, cameras, cameras have saved us on a, numerous occasions. So every, I mean, they're worth the cost. But Bye. you got to use the data. It's important Johnny. to use that well, data. The, I think you called it telematics, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you use that in context of data, I believe. Is that right? right. Telematics. So Fleet maybe the data. Yeah. Maybe for somebody that might be watching or listening, explain telematics. Because on the video the other night, we had Dean, I believe it was Dean, talking about IMU. Did, did you catch that part? Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's IMU. Do you remember what IMU was? I don't remember what it was, but in, I do remember. I remember you asking what it was. Mo in motion something. I don't there know. you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's but, the uh, U? <clears throat> the tell it. Well, it's something to do with the, the, the you take off and you stop. Heavy braking, hard braking. So help help me help us understand when you use the word telematics. What what are you talking about? So, um. You, you'll have to kind of forgive me here on some of this, but some of the, it's kind of similar what he's talking about. And but some telematics you plug into an OBD port or something mm -hmm. like that. And, mm -hmm. and the camera, many of the camera systems generate the same information. If your driver hard brakes, if your driver is doing fast starts, or if there's an impact, it's going to send you an alert. It's going to give mm -hmm. you reports on what is happening in your truck. So, yeah. I mean, that's great to get those reports, but if you're just letting them pile up, you might as well not have them. Right. You've got to mm. look at those reports. And a lot of systems that camera or not that use the telematics, they, they do scorecards for your drivers mm -hmm. to see who's doing the best. You know, mm -hmm. some, some yeah. people are all about the competition, who's got the best driving score, how many times you pick up your cell phone, that kind of thing. Mm. Well, we talked a little bit about this, that that we'll use telematics for this conversation, but from the guy, so say John Larrick in the, in the live chat, friend of the show, great guy. Uh, John's got, say, one driver, and I'm sure <laughs> he's probably laughing, but he's got that one driver who keeps going through trailer tires or tractor tires. And you, you have a talk, you're like, man, this is your third time in this week. We're spending a lot of money on this same tire, same spot. What are you doing? I don't know. It's nothing. I just drive the truck like I'm supposed to. I do everything right because I'm a professional. <laughs> no, you can't be professional if we keep replacing the same part all the time. What are you doing? Well, this telematics gives you the ability to see, okay, I know why it's going out all the time. It's because he's doing this, right? He's taking right. corners going 80 when he should be doing 20. <laughs> right. So we're having to replace the same parts. And then I don't know that drivers necessarily understand this, and I'm not saying that it's their responsibility, but it would be nice for drivers to understand. There's, there's a really significant financial investment in this equipment. It's huge. You know, Darcy, Darcy knows, I know, you know, we all know this stuff's not cheap. I mean, I've seen pictures of John Larrick's trucks. Those are some nice trucks that I'm sure cost a lot of money. And the, the important thing is, is nobody can do anything if these things aren't maintained, if they're not taken care of. 
So this to me is, I think what you're saying, it's what I think I hear is, this is an opportunity to educate the, the driver, right? He, right? This is costing us money, guy. You won't have a job. And then I need you, I want you, so let's work together. Here's what you did, I, we saw it, here's the report. <laughs> you can watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we document it and we're going to put it in your driver file, right? Is this right, Darcy? Is this how yep. it works? <laughs> so then if we do it again, we can pull the file out and then we talked about it once. We'll give you now we're going to do something different. So that's your telematics. Is that? that yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just something, another tool to help gauge and, and your drivers can get alerts, you know, <laughs> after that their drive is over about their score for the you know how they drove and it's important i i really believe that drivers should periodically view the video footage themselves of them driving because you know we all think we're great drivers and we have no bad driving habits but we do and, and we don't know it until it is brought up in front of us and we see well, it's like Whoa. jay and i never go back and watch our yeah. shows for a reason ah. <laughs> That's a great, that is a great point, Renee. I, I mean, I sports, that, you know, uh, you know, we were talking earlier. Athletes you know, do football. it. Yeah. They rewatch the game and they look to see what did I do good? What did I did not do so good? That's the way you learn. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Lear wait, Very learning. Oh, well, I want to say this before I forget. Okay. Danny B had a really good question and I got to get to it. Okay, question is, here's a straight question. Is progressive commercial the only option for carriers with a pickup truck and a four-car trailer? Okay, they are a little bit tougher to insure. I, no doubt about that. But um, Mike, John, or Andrew at our office could explore the options to see if we do have another option for you. But they are a little bit tougher. Always have been. One more reason to avoid answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, I always like Boy, the beer that's truck. It, right, Ever and that's not beer truck? that's mm -hmm. not on the "it's easy to do this" videos, is it? I've never heard anybody say that. Well, and that leads to a good question Amazing. to Renee. What is the what you know? We're I talk to these guys. They're like, Ty, my insurance just went up a thousand dollars this month for the next twelve months. Or I got it. I'm a new guy. Call this person, get a quote, and call me back and let me know. $25,000 for your truck and trailer? Yep. I mean, are the, are the rates still crazy? So, um, well, Jay, the, 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 my post that you shared, I mean, it showed, and I don't remember off the top of my head right now, the, um, in, the cost of, of closing claims oh. continues to go up. The, the lawsuits let's, continue to go up. Here so, we go. Let's go yeah. to that. Yeah, let's bring up that graphic because that was really good. By the way, I didn't do the last. Oh, yeah, here we go. And that is the contact information before we go. Now we're, you know, we're off the cuff. I said we would be. But I wanted to make sure. Here we go. We got the email address, rlow at hardingbrooks.com. And then Mike's M. Peplinski at hardingbrooks.com. And then the 315-214-5822. Are there human beings on the other end of that there phone number? There are real human beings human on the beings? end of that. Holy mackerel. You will get a person. Three one. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the live chat. 315-214-5822. Insurance human beings? Real live insurance human beings. They're wow. awesome. Wow. That is insane. It's 2023. Um... 
let's see here. Just to get to that slide, because it really is interesting. And I want to thank everybody that shared the show today and that's in the live chat and watching live and on demand. I really do appreciate everyone tuning in. I mean, uh, CU Repossession, shout out to Andrew. Ty, we have Kevin. friends we didn't even know about. Oh, Kevin? Kevin. See, we have new friends. I, I don't even have their names straight. We have so many new friends. Okay. Good job, Jay. So anyways, <laughs> uh, so there's the email address again. Um, here's an article. I shared this. Now, this was on a law firm. You know, law firms have some interesting data. And by the way, I just want to say this. Because uh, I've, I've thought of, you need a dream team. Whether you're it's business or personal, doctor, accountant, lawyer, insurance agent. Okay? You need that. I agree with you. You need that. <laughs> Um, all right. So now, um, this was about fatal accidents and got into Larry questions. I'll, I'll just, I'll just read it. Cause it is interesting. 4,600 fatal accidents involving semi-truck drivers annually, which so came out. Let me, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Jay, I want to just kind of interject right here. So what happens and, and kind of try to finish Ty's question. What happens is commercial auto is commercial auto. So it encompasses the big trucks, it encompasses the repo trucks, tow trucks, auto haulers, all, you know, many other facets go under commercial auto. So, and, and then the rates are determined based on the way the whole commercial auto industry has performed. Um, and the commercial auto industry has not um, had a profitable year since 2011, I believe is correct. So this 2020 I, or 2022, I think the, the combined loss ratio is going to be 101.1 or two, which is pretty good. They're pretty happy about that, but they're still not making money. So that's why rates do keep going up. But you know, they should kind of stabilize a little bit. I want to say our friend Richard Bren also told us something like that because you wouldn't think that. But that's why, because when you, you want to know why the rates keep going up, that's, is that one of the main right. reasons? It's all, all right. commercial auto liability is in like this one bucket when um, the whole rate factor gets determined and then put on down. So, Which is another reason why, uh, and this would explain why so many people have been upset with wedge trailers. Because if you're flipping your trailer, well, then the next guy has to pay for it. Yep. So, if we could please stop flipping trailers, trailers would be <laughs> really awesome. Um, so, anyways, those numbers, but I want to get to... Okay, so this is what you shared on LinkedIn. Yes. Uh, and this is what you were talking... So, do you want right. to expand on this? What is... What, so how do you see this? It, it just... It shows that in 2012, the average claim, when it went before a jury, $2.6 million was paid out. This is for a big claim, of course, you know? But that same claim... That would have been 2.6 million is now it's going to be over 17.5 because those numbers are from 2019. Um, we all see the billboards for you know attorneys advertising. You know, um, even in the repo world, I mean, there's signs. Did your car get repo? Call me. Let me help you. You know, all the time I was traveling to Ohio a couple of weeks ago when there were all these commercial these signs that said, "Were you hit by a big truck? Call me." Let me help. I mean, so we live in a world that 
goes straight to Sue and, and has a real entitlement mentality. We won't, you know, there's people out there that want something from nothing and, and we're the ones that have to pay for it. So, and those are the facts. Those are the numbers that, that show that. Well, that brings it back home to why cameras are, and I, you did a really good job of explaining about exposure and, and time and, yeah, I mean, you may not want to hand over footage of your driver doing something crazy, but it's better now than in a year. Because it's going to be discoverable. Yeah, it's I going mean, to it's be going discoverable. To, yeah, I mean, and well as said. soon as and the, uh, an adjuster needs to know up front what they're dealing with so they can handle that claim quickly and efficiently. And if you're not at fault, then they can shut it down and get your truck paid for from the other insurance company. Well, and, and that happened to us a few years ago. We had um, an elderly lady pull out in front of one of our trucks. He couldn't stop. He was fully loaded uh, with two cars, and he uh, he and he hit her. And unfortunately, she did not survive. But our cameras inside the cab, outside the cab, our GPS, all the speed, everything in it mitigated the entire. Like we did not have. They did not sue us. Um, they they paid for our truck um, because she ran the red light, pulled in front of him, and you know so it that was worth all the money we spent in the GPS, in the cameras, in all of that, you know. And and the one thing our driver did wrong, he didn't have his seatbelt on. So other than that, it was we were able to determine he did everything right. So it was worth it. Wow, no no cameras, no witnesses, no evidence. That would have gone a totally different way. It would have definitely gone a different way. Yeah. Wow, that's wow. a crazy story. That's a sobering <laughs> story. Yeah. It was scary. That is, yeah, that's be freaky. Well, I know, I've been there. I got stories like that, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, yeah, that's wild. Um, let's do this. Is there anything else I think... Uh, Oh, we talked about the dash cams. That was Tuesday night's show. Listen, I just want to say thank you, Darcy, for talking about that. Um, that really was an informative show. If you missed it, here's the live link. I'm going to share that. Nexar dash cams show link. And there it is in the live chat. Um, also, Richard, we love instant replay in sports. Why not in our industry? Great comment. And, um, oh, Dave Branch, is there a scenario where the repossession agency owner can reduce insurance costs from good driving periods, extra training for driver agents, special endorsements, etc., something to reduce premiums? So all of those things do have a direct impact on your premium, but everybody's, it starts out at this one rate, but everybody's rated on their own merit. So it depends on your, your loss exposure. You keep your losses down, your premiums will be down. Everything comes into play. All right. So keep up the good work, Dave. Um, all right. So let's see what else we got here. <laughs> see, it's all about the transition, see? Um, this was the Nexar One camera that was featured on Tuesday night. And there were owner-operator pricing options, which was pretty cool, too. As well as the fleet dashboard. Wow. Did, when you saw the video for this, Ty, you remember thinking, whoa, like all the clips and the... 
It's like you could make your own movie with your drivers and your dash cams and your. I mean, it was wild. it was really wild stuff. Um, so pretty amazing. And, and if you have any questions, comments, you can send us an email. Um, if you, uh, you know, if you just want to remain remain anonymous, send it to autotransportintel at gmail dot com. Got the podcast. ATI Auto Business is the name of our channel. You can always call or text Ty. 417-483-2764. And of course, um, oh, Tuesday night. We have a great show coming up Tuesday night because that's leading into NADA, which is coming up in a, in a couple weeks. Um, I wanted to, again, touch upon the... What's the best way to contact, Renee? Starting with you. What's the best way to contact? Is it call? Is it email? So um, either they can, they can email at my email address, R-L-O-W at hardingbrooks.com or they can call me at that 315 number and they can transfer the call to me either way or they can connect with me on LinkedIn R-L-O and I'm getting that stuff here R-L-O at hardingbrooks.com got the phone number and then um, hey Darcy what is the best way let's say somebody wants to find out more about Indiana Recovery Services what can somebody do? Um, well, they can go to our website at. Uh, Let's see, and I think I think I found you. <laughs> it's IndianaRecoveryServices.com, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, or they can email. Um, our email is really really long. I started. I created them when we first started the business. It was not smart on my part because right. it's a lot of typing. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give it, it a shot. Yeah. It's dcase at. Indiana Recovery Services with an S dot net. And Jay is a pretty fast typer. D case at Indiana Recovery Services dot net. Yep. Bang. It's already in the live chat. Um and uh what else? Now we're we are now landing the plane, which is always a little bit awkward. Um uh, return your trables to the okay. <laughs> so um what uh, final thoughts? What what else is there to know, do, or say to make sure that we've covered everything? We got it? I am if anybody's got questions about anything, they can, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Um Darcy, were you gonna say something? No, I was just thinking that, you know, um for a long time repossessors, you know, stuck with their core um duties of repossessing a vehicle and it's time to think outside the box because ultimately when when you pick up a vehicle all the liability always filters back to you so if you can find ways to be the only person who touches it um you're not always having to prove that you didn't do the damage we now even have a new timestamp app that we're that we learned from another repossession company where when our drivers drop at an auction they are time stamping it with photos so we can prove that when we dropped it it wasn't damaged so you know it's it's an ever-evolving thing always try new um new ways to make sure do our drivers like it probably not it's just another app they have to use but in the long run it saves us time um, and it protects us. So I, I do think that, you know, you have to keep evolving with the times and find new ways for revenue and to make your business work better and have a good insurance company. <laughs> yeah. Harding Brooks. Yep. And I just want to say a really good point about, you know, there is this thing that too many apps. Well, there are too many apps. 
It's mm-hmm. 2023, the year of too many apps. So it's just something we all have to get used to. It's not fun, but maybe in spare time, learn another app. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, them all together. Right? Exactly. So um, that was really good stuff. I, I really enjoyed today's conversation. Um, and so that, I mean, that's pretty much a wrap. This will be available on demand. And then I'll, you know, I'll put some time codes in the video description. And uh, if there's anything else to share, we'll make sure that goes in the description too. But thank you both so much. Again, going back to Use Car Week, November 2022. So two months ago. Can you believe that? Yeah. We met each other two months ago. You're here now. We're making great content. I really look forward to what it is we can do next. I agree. Break out of your vertical. I say it all the time. If you want to grow your business, break out of your vertical. Be the first one to do it. Do something nobody's doing. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. All right. Mercy, it's nice to meet you. Yeah. Renee, you as well. You too. Thank you, nice you. Thank you for having us. Thank you both See you guys so again very soon. much. Bye-bye. Happy Bye-bye. Friday. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, cool. I'm going to end the meeting. And here we go. And that's a cut. Okay, so I just ended it. Um, really was... Um, that was a cool show. And insurance is so fundamental, really, to any business. And I like, thank you for that question earlier, Danny B, because it's a really good point. Um, being a wedge trailer owner operator isn't the easiest thing to pull off. Um, and shout out to Kevin. There he is, Kevin Armstrong, ladies and gentlemen. CURepossession.com. Kevin, thanks for sharing the show and posting it. Um, and we are, we're ATI Auto Business. We are reaching across the aisles. You'll notice that there was a lot of repo and recovery on today's auto transport channel show, and we're doing that. We talked to dealers and auctions, repo recovery, technology companies, insurance, equipment. Uh, We get into legal stuff when we need to, and there's just so much more. So thank you for tuning in, whether live or on demand. Really do appreciate it. It's ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. I'm your host. And please do join us Tuesday night for NADA Energy. That's the next big trade show coming up. We're huge fans of trade shows because as you just saw, uh, if we hadn't been at Used Car Week, we wouldn't have met Renee and Darcy and today's show would not have happened. That's how it works. So please let me know how we can help. Send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and we'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. (music) 